0: People love my... <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm sure they would have stolen your great idea about the thing. <laughs> I love sarcastic Derek.
0: There was absolutely nothing <laughs> wrong with my idea. I think people would love to kind of share like their story of, you know, the crazy raver that they threw in their boardwalk villa or...
2: No? like For the resort? How? I think it's a great yeah. idea. I, an online journal is perfect.
0: An online journal to like your, your DVC resorts or something like that. Like I... I feel like that just it, and it kind of. Maybe you could even do it with a contract if you sell your contract, and then you see that like so and so buys your contract, and then they tell their story about their contract, and uh, ah, just so so many opportunities in the interwebs these days. Who knows?
2: Well, and Amy just said something about loving sarcastic Derek, and I don't know that I've ever met a different
1: Derek. So anyway. <laughs> that's true. Don't blow <laughs> your finger guns. You blew the finger guns last show. You just said, hi, I'm Jeff. No, you got to do this. Sorry,
2: right, my bad. I'll, I'll work you on it.
1: Yeah, perform you <laughs> little monkey. <laughs> hey,
0: everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the DVC Show. I'm your host, Paul Krieger, and I'm joined this week by my lovely wife, Amy Krieger. Hello. We've got senior sales associate with the DVC resale market, Derek DeBoer. Hey now, Uh, John Sackary, aka Big Fat Panda, is with us. Welcome home. We've got Jeff Hasliff hanging out. Do it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody. (laughs) And also joining us again this week, we've got Rob Lindsay. Rob, so great to have you again. Good evening. Ah, uh, I don't even know where to go after that whole intro discussion. Um, That's going to be great, and I hope the internet loved it as much as I did. But uh, welcome to this <laughs> week's episode. Uh, we're we're already having fun, and we're already like an hour and a half into filming three shows. So you know that we're geared up and, and kind of firing on all cylinders. But this week, we are kind of looking back into the past of Disney Vacation Club. And I think I called this show kind of... Disney Vacation Club then and now, uh, also kind of Disney Vacation Club history. But we're privileged to have Rob here with us. Who, Rob, you were like owner number seven at at Old Key West, something like that, <laughs> something along, something along those lines. Um, but Rob has kind of known this product and kind of eat, sleep, drink this product for so long that. I think it would have been remiss for us to not really take advantage of the knowledge that he can bring to the conversation and kind of give us an idea of where Disney Vacation Club came from and uh, and what we what we know about the product from the past, but also what it's kind of shaped into what it is today. So we're gonna gonna dive into that conversation before we do as always if you love all of our content here on the dvc show this is brought to you by the world of dvc dvc (laughs) resale market if you're looking to buy or sell a disney vacation club contract they can help you with that process monera financial who can help you with financing a disney vacation club uh Disney Vacation Club resale contract and the DVC rental store where you can try before you buy rent out some points, or if you're not going to use your points this year, uh, you can rent your points and get some cash for them. So please show some love for our sponsors uh, at the world of DVC. But, Uh, Rob, this show is kind of you. We kind of joked before we actually got started that we're just going to kind of all, we're going to kind of leave and just put the, we're just going to go here and you're just going to talk to us (laughs) for the next hour or so. But I wanted to really start the conversation with having you share a little bit just about your Disney Vacation Club journey, because I know you've been on these shows in the past, but for many newer viewers, you're kind of a new face. So tell us a little bit about yourself tell us kind of what attracted you to Disney vacation club and 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 when you bought in
3: we had been taking our family to Disney about every 18 months for years since our, our children were little and they loved it and we loved it and we loved seeing them grow up at, at Disney and then in the uh, in the early 90s ni- 1991 actually when we started getting uh, flyers in the mail and information online well on nothing was online at that time but we started getting flyers in the mail about this disney vacation club and never really looked into it too much although we did uh were paying attention to what they when they were building the disney vacation club resort which was later changed to old key west we i had a a friend uh, where we lived in indiana that had just purchased so i picked his brain about uh, what had what his impressions of it so far had been. And he, uh, he had even had an attorney, uh, look at all the paperwork and look at all the documents and couldn't see anything wrong with it. So we were actually staying at a, another timeshare in Orlando in 1993 and in, in June of that year. And we left the, the girls uh, in the condo and we, uh, went over and, just walked into the Commodore house at Old Key West, which was the, the uh, sales office, and asked if we could take a tour. And of course we didn't have a reservation, but they found somebody. Her name was Betty Pleasant and she was very pleasant. and uh, we, we took the tour and, and uh, uh, we took the tour and, and decided we were going to buy at the time. Uh, the minimum purchase at that time was 230 points. Uh, and at that, that time, the, the price was $56 a point. In the fall of 91, when they started sales, the price had been $51 a point. So in, in a, a year and a half, they had uh, increased the, the price by $5 a point. Uh, and then and the rest is history. That's been going on for, for years and years and years. Uh, so we, that was our decision. We, we knew somebody personally who had purchased it someone that I respected and trusted. And so we, we felt it was a good deal too. And then we had to change our, our vacation habits because we couldn't just wait to come every 18 months anymore. Uh, one of our daughters at that time was in college. The other one was in high school. So we weren't tied down with, with young children at that point. So we, the two of us just came down for most of our trips. And we got to the point where we were uh, able to come down uh, five or, four or five times a year uh, for about 10 days. Uh, and it, we, we had made a decision that at retirement, we wanted to be able to, to spend the winter, instead of spending it in sunny Indiana, uh, we, were, we could spend it in Orlando, Florida. <laughs> and we had a number of other timeshares, uh, not Disney related, that w- we could stay in on the way down and on the way back. And so we had all this figured out and so we started adding on points we we purchased in june we did our first add-on in september we ultimately on that original contract uh had seven contracts on there seven add-on contracts and uh right now derek's helping us get rid of the last two that we had on, on that contract but we also saw the wisdom in purchasing resale and we started accumulating points that way so we were well on our way to, to being able to meet that goal of spending the winter in, in Florida. A couple of quick things here. I hope this will, this was at the time was the DVC logo uh, in 1993. Uh, it had two mountains, it had a Mickey sun rising over the mountains and it had some water and it had three palm trees. This however, was not the, the original uh, logo. This is not a very good copy, but this was the original logo. It had three mountains, oh. four palm trees, water, and it had a big red boat on it. Because at that time, Disney had a relationship with the big red boat for cruises. This is pre-Disney oh, Cruise yeah. Line. So mm-hmm. uh, later on, um, they decided, and this was in the, uh, see if I can. This was the logo. I'm struggling to there you go. It. <laughs> so there it is. it's the opposite of what you think. Yeah, <laughs> Two mountains. Has still had three palm trees, two mountains. So at the time, boardwalk was being built and we joked on uh, joked on the Internet that uh, you got rid of one of the mountains to to be able to build the boardwalk.
0: <laughs> for, for those for those watching that are under the age of 20 uh that was a vhs tape uh, by the way um yes. you actually put that in a machine and it made video uh so uh, I mean, magic and, had,
3: and you had be kind you had to rewind be kind you <laughs> <Yeah. gotta>
0: rewind. <laughs> that is true yep
3: what i've what i've done here is oh in, in addition each time you uh, purchased a contract through Disney. There was no internet at that time. They couldn't explain any of this easily at your, at your home computer. Uh, They would send us another VCR. (laughs) There we are. There it is. And this had, this was a video strictly to walk you through the signing process. Oh, wow.
4: So, so that video looked a lot longer. Than the first one. <laughs> like,
3: did you notice all the
4: like film in that one? So yeah. apparently there's yeah. a lot to to walk through well, the signing a, process.
3: It, it's a bigger reel. This yeah. one was a larger reel. Oh, uh, so, Yeah, it's a larger reel. A, uh, okay. yeah. But anyway, so every time you, you purchased a contract, you got a new video to walk you through the process. And every place you had to sign something, there was a little Mickey house. And so you knew to sign by the Mickeys. And it was an interesting process and it was kind of fun it was something to look forward to is getting your your next video from from dvc
1: it was um, it was signed
3: by mickey and date by the palm trees yes right, rob that's, that's <laughs> right yes and Derek, i'm guessing
1: you you probably by contract number seven looked at number seven videotape and said no i think i'm good i think i know what to do <laughs>
3: that's right i know so, i
0: know the process by now yeah
3: the uh Anyway, let's let's let me open up. This is the public offering statement from uh, May of 1993, and it has all of the rules and regulations of Disney Vacation Club as of that time. Um,
0: so I had I had Rob kind of go through, and and he kind of just pinpointed some things that I think is going to be very interesting to a lot of people that are listening to hear. By the way,
3: I forgot to say this earlier this yep. evening, but. Um, in 18 years and one week, it's December, uh, January 31st, 2042. So mark that date on your calendar if you have a legacy uh, resort.
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay. And as of the time of this this video going up, it'll probably be just like 18 years to the day almost. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's wild. But yeah, uh, Rob kind of went through kind of his early public offering statements to kind of highlight some of the things that have changed over time that I think a lot of people that are either considering purchasing now or people that have purchased and gotten frustrated with things changing, they should realize that things have been changing all along with Disney Vacation Club. You know, it's not always been consistent. And I think just some of the early things, Rob, that you said are just um, a great example of that. And that, that the part that I still can't fully grasp is the cost per point that you paid for your points and i think you mentioned on another show dues at that time were
3: dues for 1993 at Old Key West were $2.50 $2.5629 a a point
0: panda if you <laughs> if you were given that offer today um, at oh, that price gosh. per point and and those dues how many points would you buy
5: 500 at least 500 yeah
0: that's <laughs> I would max out, I, whatever, yeah, whatever yeah. the maximum. Yeah. yeah, I would.
5: But at, at that time, I think
3: uh, I'm dating myself a little bit here. Gas yes. was like 35 cents a gallon, No, now oh, it, it was boy. more than that. But uh, <laughs> everything was a lot cheaper then too. And DVC was new at the at the game of doing this, and they were competing with a lot of uh, small timeshares as well as Marriotts and and uh, some yeah. of the, the larger ones. But but it just was a, it was a new. Uh, Jim Lewis was president of DVC at that time. So this was uh, he got a lot of the, the credit for creating this.
0: And I was uh, in first grade. <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, just, the, just... They didn't
3: have any incentives to purchase at that time in terms of uh, if you buy so many points, you're going to do this. But they, what they did have was called an, an limited park admission program.
5: Here it comes and everybody. That Here
3: Everybody that purchased at Old Key West, or and later on once Vero opened, uh, you could even apply this at from Vero. Uh, you got uh, for every day you were staying there, you got half of your the occupancy of for your room uh, as a free park pass. So, Derek, you, you get that with resale green... now, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: I mean, just so, so I'm understanding, Rob, building, if you had you four. It. You got, if you had if four you staying people staying, Gavilli, two you got six park passes. If you were staying in a studio or a one-bedroom, you got two park passes. Okay, the um, capacity, so If you were staying capacity. in a, a two-bedroom, you got four park passes. Uh, the, the maximum allowed at that time was uh, four in a one-bedroom, four in a studio, eight. In, there was no nine. There was no thirteen. You know, they could accommodate that number exactly. But anyway, you got those free park passes. I was told at that time by one of the uh, not a not a DVC guy because those guys will say anything, but uh, <laughs> by, by one of the, the corporate guys that uh, it cost DVC uh, thirty-five dollars a day to use for us to use those passes. So DVC had to pay the parks division thirty-five dollars a day for each pass that was used. Uh, and, we could use. And did you? did you get them rob so it wasn't just a once a year
1: thing right was it so if you and your wife or you came down three to four times a year
3: it was for every single trip correct every time you stayed in the dvc resort wow
5: but what the i want to R- know R- is R- how did they take that perk away and what was your reaction when they said well, no more passes
3: it, it had an end date it was it wasn't yeah. oh. january 31st 2042 it was december 31st 1999 so it ended mm-hmm. on that date um,
0: Y2K. It affected someone. I knew it did.
3: However, <laughs> they got they had a problem with that because it was not clearly defined in the rules. And there were people that were wanting to borrow points from 2020 to use in 2019. And the rules didn't say you couldn't do that. So they, they got some lawsuits from members and they had to give in because they knew they were going to lose that one. So that's, there were people that could borrow their 2020 points to be used in 1999.
1: That's so strange that there was communication issues with Disney
5: Vacation Club. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> people. That's, that's unusual. Interesting. Interesting. It never <laughs> happened. That's great. Never <laughs> I was believing, Derek, I'm like, but it yeah. hasn't happened since. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
3: right.
0: At least there's consistency in the program. I mean, we, we know that
2: well and you think about that in the history of of walt disney world you know 98 99 like rob's talking like that was what i call prime disney world that was the golden age you know that was hollywood studios had opened and failed and was being revamped animal kingdom had just reo had opened in 98 you know so what a cool time to be
0: the millennium celebrations like some of the most Uh, memories of my childhood uh, like that's uh, like
3: the uh one of the policies was that it was the the park passes were good only at the parks that were open at that time which was uh okie i mean (laughs) okie west it was uh, magic kingdom epcot and studios Mm
5: -hmm.
3: so later on you could not use them once animal kingdom opened we happened to be there uh, i think this was shortly after animal kingdom had opened that fall uh, or maybe it was the next year but uh, and a hurricane went through and they closed, they shut down all the parks and they, we were all confined to our rooms. They they, uh, they brought <clears throat> sandwiches around, they brought flashlights around, they told us to fill up the bathtub with, with water and, and we were staying in a one bedroom, so we had to fill up the hot tub with water. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they, then the next day after the hurricane had passed through and they decided that there was not very much damage, they could reopen. They they provided bus transportation to Animal Kingdom, and they allowed us to use our our free passes to go to Animal Kingdom at that Ooh. time. So that was the <laughs> only exception to my knowledge that was made. Uh, being there for a hurricane, this is for another topic really, but was an amazing adventure though. They they really did things right, and they that safety was was number one with all that stuff so so that was the limited park pass uh, admission uh, program and that disappeared December 31st 1999 but we did not have any options if you bought more points you're gonna uh, re- have a price reduction or anything that it, it was that was it that was all you were you were offered uh, the the Sales pitch was done at the Commodore House, which was just a delightful building, where building 63 sits now, or is it 62? 62, uh, right there next, across the street from the hospitality house. And it was a a beautiful building. It had uh, some large rooms for, for multiple people to watch a video at the same time. And then smaller rooms where you could go in and have a private conversation with your your guide, and uh, it it was kind of sad when they tore that down. In looking through all these documents, there's 240 pages of these documents, but the plan to build those other uh, uh, three buildings was in the documents originally. So in 1991, they had already planned what to do when Commodore House was gonna be taken down. Wow.
5: Planning
0: ahead. I'm not not quite sure that's something Disney vacation club (laughs) does that much of these days. Um, (laughs) I I did want to, before we move on to the next topic, just kind of like in in that theme of like then and now, just like kind of comparing where we've gone. Uh, so we went from free park passes for basically every trip that you took, um, to go down on your Disney vacation club points to the last known thing that I recall Disney Vacation Club doing is sending like a water bottle after you closed on your direct contract.
4: Now, yeah, yeah, and like water bottle.
0: It's like a gold-plated water bottle, but it's actually just spray-painted gold. So <laughs> no, no plating or anything like that. But we've come a long way from
3: from from the park passes. On our first trip to Old Key West, there's a just as you get inside the front door, there's a small a key stand a, a key shelf underneath the mirror and sitting on that waiting for us was a uh, it wasn't very large but uh, probably three by five maybe a little bit large four by six uh, photo album with the DVC logo on the front and it was just one of those nice little touches that they did at that time the linens were all peach colored
0: mm-hmm <laughs>
3: That went the way of the dinosaur not long after that, but uh, that was one of the selling points, so the, the unique uh, design of the, the, the rooms and the, in the amenities that were in the rooms. Um, the next thing was on, is on page 11, so I'm all the way up to page 11 now, was uh, <laughs> that the total number of vacation points required to reserve all vacation home types during all use days in the condominium Are associated with the club must always equal and be symbolic of the number, the total number of ownership deeds and expectations owned by members. So, and I know that this gets uh, researched repeatedly on the internet nowadays uh, and argued about and threatened and so forth. But that that's the basis that if we've got three million points at a resort, and I'm making up numbers now, that it's always going to be. Uh, you can stay for the year on three those those three thousand points. What I say three anyway <laughs> three million. Yep, <laughs> three million. Uh, that number will never change, and the points will always be based on that. Yep, and okay. And, and the next um,
0: Lauren Dela Cruz over at DVC Fan actually recently put
3: together an amazing
0: article that uh, kind of just you had mentioned the peach colored. Kind of look of some of the rooms that were there, and so this is not <laughs> this is not the original like uh Old Key West, but this was, I believe, Boardwalk. That's a Boardwalk room. Uh, yeah. That's a Boardwalk wow. room, and uh, just a. Okay. It it puts me in my place a little bit when we were complaining about boardwalk and what boardwalk looks like with the refurbishment. I'm not sure I would have bought and stayed here, but maybe this was the
2: style back then. Oh um, my grandma still has that quilt.
5: That's exactly what I was thinking, Jeff. My grandmother knitted that. So uh I
4: feel like that's the same headboard though that they just got rid of. <laughs> I hope Isn't not. it?
0: It it does kinda yeah, I feel like it had like a similar feel to it. Yeah. But so uh, refurbishment through the years have have brought on some different styles and some different looks for sure
3: boardwalk at the time was the second disney world resort uh vero and hilton had had opened before boardwalk after old key west but it was the second one it, it and it was certainly centrally located there were a lot of big pluses with boardwalk um until people got in there and looked at the room sizes compared to old key west Mm -hmm. there was was one guy on the the diz for years that was a diehard old key west lover and he used to joke that he could sit on the balcony at 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 boardwalk and get a beer out of the refrigerator (laughs) without getting out of his chair was that guy's name Derek DeBoer? <laughs> I was just going to say, what room was that again? Need that room <laughs> no, that, that was about any of the rooms. But
1: Can I
2: ask a quick question? I'm just curious. Sure. And I don't want to get too far off topic, but you know, you've been there since the infancy of all this. When you were already an owner at Old Key West and, and they announced that they were building Vero and Hilton Head, I just kind of wanted to know how that felt to you guys why are you building things so far away or was that a good idea like i'm just curious about
3: we felt it was exciting that they were looking for other locations Uh, it wasn't long after we had purchased that they announced both vero and and uh, and hilton head and then it wasn't very long after that that they uh, hilton head and boardwalk opened and both opened in 1996 so they, they came along fairly quickly Vero opened in 95 so uh, they were all in the in the works up until then even though there's a lot of lang- legal language in this saying that we can add more resorts whenever we want to and they made and they they pointed out that they may not even be managed by Disney Vacation Club they may build a resort and let somebody else manage it but anyway it was uh, but yeah it was it was exciting uh, because then we knew that the product was going to take off and and then they had some sales problems at Vero where they had to cut back on the size of it.
5: Mm-hmm. Um,
3: the the original purchasers got a real deal. And I, I think if you still own your original, and Derek, correct me on this if I'm wrong, but my understanding is if you were one of the original purchasers at Vero before they had made the announcement that they're going to cut back uh, on the, mm-hmm. the size of the resort, uh, they have a lower uh, yep. dues yep. than... than yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to pull that's, them up just because that's, um,
1: that's that's very funny. You mentioned that, Rob, because I was working today and someone reached out to me and said, so I'm on your site and I'm looking for, you know, an Alani subdues. Uh, but I see that I, I think you guys have a typo because I see a Vero Beach contract that it says subsidized dues for Vero Beach. So you might want to go ahead and fix that. And I'm like, actually, that's one of the extremely, extremely rare subsidized dues contract where if you buy it, you're guaranteed less dues. So those bureau dues are crazy high, but this oh. actually gets a couple bucks wow. off your I, off your I didn't realize that, that a resale oh,
3: yeah. purchaser would. Ah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah,
1: yeah. They're yeah. super, super. Uh, we probably get like one out of like four to 5,000 contracts a year. So mm-hmm. we do have one currently. So, yes. That's yeah. great.
4: And just to give you those numbers really quickly, so if you purchased Vero Beach before January 1st, 1996, your annual dues for 2024 are $10.8906 mm-hmm. per point. And then for everybody else who purchased on or after uh, January 1st, 1996, their annual dues are $13.86, huh? $13.8628, so pretty much almost $3 less for those yep. subsidized dues. Yep. That's Interesting.
0: And yeah. Rob, you—I don't know if you know this, but I feel—I feel like it's pretty true. It was fairly recently that Disney actually sold off that additional mm-hmm. land that they that they had for that expansion. They sold that plot off to someone else, I think, within the past couple of years or something.
3: Yeah, I, I, I knew they had done it. I, I haven't yeah. kept track of when that happened, but I knew they were. De- you know, Derek's they nodding his head. He did
0: a- the sale, so.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did the sale. It's the land across the street.
1: So for all my fellow Vero Beach lovers, it's, you know, when you look across the street, when you go over there to where basketball courts are, uh, to okay. where, you know, a, a big field over there, they had planned, like Rob said, the original plans were to make that Vero Beach a lot bigger with across the street yep. and then going to have the ones here, but it just didn't pan out like that. So it's the nice quaint Vero Beach that it is
3: today. The uh, the next thing was about banking and borrowing. Uh, in 93, you could only borrow 50 percent of the next use year.
0: Should sound familiar to some people.
3: Oh. <laughs> you could bank up to you could bank up to 60 days before the end of the year, your end of your use year. But there were also percentages. So for the first six months of your use year, you could bank up to 100 percent of your points for the next uh, two months, I think, through months six through uh, six through eight, you could bank 50% of your points, not 50% of what you had left, but up to 50% of your points. If you've already booked 50% uh, in the first six months, you were done for the year. And then hmm. the last two months that you could bank were months eight through 10, and you could only bank 25% of your points. <laughs> for
1: for all for all of the changes that we all sit and complain sometimes i can't believe disney changed this i can't believe this this honest to god is the best thing they ever changed cuz it was i remember trying when i was a guide trying to explain to people it was the yeah. hardest part about guide training was trying to figure out okay if you bank them on I thursday mean, and you have red hair you can bank a quarter of your points <laughs> and then it, it, it yeah. was such a mess so rob can, can attest all the all the perks that have come and the perks that have gone, that change in the banking rule, bless you. Thank you. <laughs> I
0: mean, it it should be easier now, and I do this all day, every day. But even in the current environment, I have a chart printed out and on, on a dry erase board magnetically attached to it so that I can make sure that I'm always stating like the right banking deadline for the right use year and everything like that. But I can't, I'd have to have like seven of these charts <laughs> to explain what Rob just explained back in the day. Like that just Awful. bonkers.
3: So at this time, you can have up to three years use, uh, worth of points by banking one year, using the current points and borrowing points from the, the third year. You can have 300% of your points available for a large vacation at that time the max was 250 because again you could only bank uh 50 of your points mm. uh initially uh, borrow i'm sorry borrow 50 percent of the points from mm-hmm. the, the third year so that's another change that's i don't know how many people have used that feature consistently but uh that's another little change that eventually was was made you know a lot of these things and i think they had um, they had a model from another timeshare that had had been doing this. It may have been Marriott, but that doesn't sound right to me right now. But um, so they they had an example of an, an existing timeshare, large timeshare company that they used. They went to school on that and did a lot of the similar things. But they didn't know how this was going to work in in practice. They didn't know how much <clears throat> extra work it was going to be for them uh on on the the internal side and i think that's the the reason for for a lot of these changes certainly Mm -hmm. changing the banking rules Hmm. from you know six months to eight months to ten months and they for a while they they well right right now i think we can only bank up to the last uh the first uh after nine months we can bank and after the last three months we can't bank is that correct
0: yeah i believe it's yeah i believe it's eight and four um, currently,
3: and, okay. and
0: and I think it's great for people to to kind of understand the fact that these things do change. You know, we we're coming out of uh, a pandemic in which banking and borrowing was kind of adjusted. Specifically, the borrowing role was adjusted for that period of time because of uh, what it was essentially doing to availability issues. But these are these are levers that they. <sighs> <laughs> everybody take a drink. What else am I supposed to say? Someone find me a a thesaurus and give me another word for levers.
3: (laughs) Try lever.
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm done. Um, But you know, they, these are, these are things that they have to do to make sure that guest satisfaction is maintained. If they had not put these things in place, then there would have been issues that we would probably still be dealing with today um, that linger from the pandemic. And I think something that we've said multiple times on this show is that a lot of these things, whether it be benefits, whether it be you know these banking and borrowing things, uh, as Rob is pointing out tonight, these things are built into the bylaws of what we have agreed to be a part of in Disney Vacation Club. And as such, they can change. They will change they will always be in a state of changing and i doubt we've seen the last changes as we sit here recording this show on the cusp of what is probably the next evolution of disney vacation club which is this trust product and um a a whole new breed of what disney vacation club looks like and so i think it's i think i, I i'm it's it's just great to kind of hear where we've come from and and kind of then see into the future of where we're going with this
1: and and i mean i think if if i could just touch on it is kind of what rob said too is always and we stress to people all the time buy disney vacation club for disney vacation club that's it you're buying it for your accommodations that's what you're buying disney vacation club for believe me when i bought in 1999 i still it still pains me every time i see valet parking available at some of these disney vacation club resorts and it's 30 to 40 dollars or whatever to valet When I joined Disney Vacation Club, one of my perks was free valet parking. I know Rob remembers, you used to get free valet parking. So you go on vacation, you pull up to the boardwalk, and you valet park your car, and you go. Also, at the boardwalk, when I took the tour and when we purchased at the boardwalk, they explained to you. Now, do you see this room here? That's up above jelly rolls, which is the dueling piano bar. Well, this is kind of like the members lounge and it's called the attic is what it is. Yep. Uh, many people have never seen it because it's no longer part of your Disney vacation club membership. It was an amazing room. And when I toured, it was and you and Annie can come up here and watch the Epcot fireworks because it's just yep. for members alone now nope so always remember any perk that you have any little discount anything like that can be taken away and removed at any time so buy dvc for dvc
0: Uh, good point
4: we we got to experience the attic because we had a a work Uh, thing up there it's such a cool space and And it's it's underused too it's
0: underused it's like it's it's part of like their wedding and events um repertoire now. And, uh, I don't think it's changed since the boardwalk is built. I think it looks exactly the same, um, which is kind of cool because it is kind of like an attic space. It's, it's stuck in time. It's got cute little memorabilia on the walls and everything. And, uh, some of the best views of, Mm -hmm. of Epcot and, uh, the Crescent Lake area for sure.
3: Was that above jelly rolls or big river grill above jelly jelly rolls,
1: rolls. jelly rolls. Yeah. (laughs) It's right above where the food truck is. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was getting at.
3: Okay, we're up to page 16. There was an exchange (laughs) program available at that time. And and then it was RCI, which it's back to now. Um, One little difference in the way you do it now is you had to book seven nights at your home resort and have that in hand before you could make a request to go to one of these other resorts. So you had to use your own points to book uh, either a one bedroom or two, you couldn't, it was not good for a studio, it was a one bedroom or a two bedroom and you had to book seven nights, uh, consecutive nights, and then you could see about uh, moving. Didn't take them too long to change that one because it wasn't getting used. (laughs) Yeah, I can So
4: you basically had to book like a confirmed reservation that then DVC yeah. could go and rent out as cash. That's right. Yeah. Exactly.
0: That's right. Yep. Rob, have you ever have you ever actually exchanged points into the program or done anything?
3: I have. Uh, we went to I'm trying to think Grove Park Inn in Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, it yeah. A, it's a beautiful resort and uh, we went there for a weekend and it was it was delightful. Uh, that's the only time though. And that was many years ago, but yeah, that that was, I I wasn't sorry. We, we tried it. It was seamless to to do it. Uh, we had, we got a nice room and, you know, so uh, Mm -hmm. it, it was a worthwhile, uh, stay. We have,
0: we have so many people that ask all the time about doing like an interval international show and, um, you know, talking about the exchange opportunities and, I, it's just so hard to
4: because we avoid it. Yeah, we've never we've never used it. We don't. We don't. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I mean, there's we've we've looked at it before, and there's been you know similar to your experience, Rob. There's some some unique places you really want to yeah. go to Silver Dollar City. You want to go to Branson, Missouri. <clears throat> yeah. Um. And there's some options out there, but it's also when you compare like point to point value, it's just. Right it it's just not even a comparison and so i'd much rather just pay cash and rent my points or you know whatever whatever that situation might be than do the exchange so um, think how many
3: nights you could stay in a cabin for what it would cost to go to to one night in the
0: yeah yeah with the with the cabin point charts being so accessible like it you know it's a it it makes it even more appealing so um, that's why we've really never touched on that topic on the show, uh, unless someone wants to like donate two hundred points for the cause. <laughs> and uh... no, I, have
3: a,
4: I have a question for Rob before you keep going. So you you sure. owned other timeshares besides Disney. Do you still own those timeshares? We do
3: not. When we made when we moved to Hilton Head, uh, we, we we basically have been here for uh, uh, thirteen years now. Fourteen years. Um, we we. Purchased a condo across the, the harbor from the Disney, the DVC resort. Um, anyway, we we've been basically living down here for since 2013, and we're five hours from Disney World. And mm-hmm. the the weather here is usually between five and ten degrees cooler than mm-hmm. Orlando, and we can mm-hmm. get there in five hours. So yeah, we, we changed our plan. So we got rid of all the other timeshares. We, at one time we had, I forget how many weeks we had 46 weeks or something of time. Oh, no. wow. The whole year almost they, it's like Pokemon. Place you collected them all, and, Rob. Yeah. We enjoyed them, but yeah. some of them I had to getting rid of timeshares besides DVC is not mm-hmm. a very ple- pleasant task.
4: That was going to be my next up, question.
3: We ended up uh, giving some of them away. Mm. To, I gave them to some of my my staff uh, before I retired, and and uh, that even we tends to be hard. To be.
0: From what I hear, is is even giving them away. Sometimes people, are yeah. like, no, and they run they yeah, run in well, the they run in the <laughs> other direction.
5: We yep. own
2: <clears throat> we own an RCI still. We have for I don't know ten years or something like that. And the only reason I still have it is because of that. It is just too different. In fact. I bought it and my name's not even on the deed. It's my Amy and her ex-husband are still on the deed because it's just too complicated to get it changed over. Oh my gosh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It just just speaks to how Disney Vacation Club made such a product that you you have to use the word timeshare. Derek will tell us we legally have to say it's a timeshare, all of that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day it's it, the product is is so much different that it it stands in a league of its own and I hope That's for sure. I hope that a year from now we can all jump on a call like this and and do a podcast where we continue to say that um you yep. know with with what we're on the cusp of with the trust and how we've seen other timeshares kind of take on that model uh because it is I know a concern of a lot of people at this point in time.
3: Yep. I'm up to article 8 which is general restrictions and I just wanted to read this one cuz I I chuckled at it last night when I was looking at it. I mean it goes over permitted use and no domicil- domiciliary intent, you can't make it your home. But section 3 is no mining or drilling. <laughs>
0: I think this goes back to you said they borrowed these from somewhere.
3: <laughs> <laughs> there should be no mining, quarrying, or drilling for minerals, oil, gas, or otherwise undertaken oh, within a nice. portion of the DVC property without specific consent of the owner.
0: They knew that they wow. were going to do cabins and people were going to be right outside those cabins with there
3: a you shovel go. drilling for so gold. They
4: knew I think that mean, many
2: that- years ago. I think it means so. that Disney knows there's oil under Walt Disney World. They don't
3: want anybody finding it.
2: <laughs> or there's a, or there's,
3: it's built on top of a giant sinkhole, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. More likely. Or it, or it could be that
1: that's actually a direct purchase restriction, whereas I believe when you buy a resale contract, you can mine.
0: <laughs> I like that's how what great. I said. What do you I like how what climate? I said was
1: what I said
0: here's was another, way off base, but that's that's gonna pass. <laughs>
5: Someone, someone's gonna here's, here's call it like, like the front door. There's another restriction
3: drilling. <laughs> another restriction I wasn't aware of. Uh, under section eight, no animals, livestock, or poultry of any kind shall be raised, <laughs> bred, or kept on the development property.
0: Now that's, that's got to be specific to Florida because my, at least seven of my neighbors have chickens and poultry. So <laughs> I, I do feel like that was written specifically for Floridians, but that's changing too. Now you can have two dogs in a cabin at, at Disney. For right. Wilderness so
3: <laughs> wilderness. For um, a slight uh, extra charge
1: so Rob, when you watched the video that they sent you because you said they sent you a video to walk you through how long is it and do they cover literally like all 200 pages and just basically read it or is it just kind of like a highlight type thing in the video only it's a, maybe- it's a
3: highlight thing they, they tell you okay. what what pages you had to sign and it was a an attractive uh, couple a, a man and a woman who may or may not have been husband and wife but they, that's how they It was probably two of the guides, but uh, anyway, uh, it it was a a very well done production, as is anything that Disney does like that. So,
5: okay, honey, why are you packing your mining equipment? It (laughs) says right here. (laughs) Okay,
3: something else that a lot of members don't, or don't, or may not recognize is that we have the power as members. To get rid of the managing entity yep. for our, our resorts. Yep. Uh, requires this the... three, uh, at least a three-quarter vote of all the members. Disney's not going to provide the list.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: Of who to contact, and it's not likely to happen. But there's a whole list of things that would have to change, if if that ever happened. You'd have to remove Disney from any signage or any stationery. Uh, Walt Disney World couldn't be mentioned, so there's a whole long laundry list of things that could no yep. longer be claimed. Uh, and it's as, uh, it's
4: per call. resort, isn't it, Rob?
3: Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. We,
0: this is this is the start of our campaign. <laughs> we used for to joke that we were going
4: to stand outside with like. With, like, a you know, like a voting we, uh, type booth yep. where we would try together. We're nominating
0: yeah. Panda for the president of Riviera. Um, <laughs> I'll do
2: it, I'll do it. I think we know, should we, do we, this we, and just rename Fort Wilderness Camp Krieger,
4: <laughs> <laughs> where you could have three dogs.
3: <laughs> <laughs> three dogs on the uh, on the Diz for years. Uh, there were discussions about this, and and but how would you like to have to negotiate with Disney for trash removal? or Mm -hmm. for maintenance, or for landscaping, or repairs, or front desk I mean, any of that stuff, if you get rid of Disney, you've got to replace everything that they did (laughs) with your timeshare.
2: I've got a plan here where you guys, (laughs) in June of 2041, (laughs) let's get
3: ready.
0: Let's get ready. (laughs) Prime. Yeah. Yeah. From the gates, we'll have our lists ready to, to call people, cold yep. calls. So, when,
3: when do we all feel that they're going to restrict banking and borrowing? <laughs> It'll be before
4: That's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like a year, to, year or two before, probably. So yeah. we Rob, can't...
5: Rob, I have a question for you. We're yep, covering sir. all these rules, regulations, and everything, but Rob, I can't imagine being either your child or a grandchild who has benefited from what you've done the amount of memories that you've created can you just talk about that for a second if you go back your kids were raised in these resorts it was amazing for you no absolutely and
3: and once the the girls got married uh, we really look forward of once again seeing disney world through a child's eyes it's just a marvelous experience all of the grandkids have been there multiple times Uh, lots of family time down there. It's it's just been a an amazing opportunity and to watch the kids grow up and they love taking their children there now. And it's it's been yeah. a very rewarding experience I mean, I, for us.
5: I bet the young ones took it for granted that you had this foresight to make these you know this these memories and these purchases. It was a great I'm, I'm sure they, they did. did. Yeah. Yeah. We should have hey, made, made better choices in the nineties. We should have made better choices in the nineties. That's that's definitely like I,
4: you didn't hey, need Bob. those Tonka trucks.
0: We didn't need. Hey, well, we didn't but, need a fancy wedding.
4: When, <laughs>
1: that when I mind. met Rob, when I met Rob a couple of weeks ago, or almost a couple of months ago, at Old, Old Key West, Rob, you had given me an astounding stat when you kind of told me and said you kind of calculated from being a Disney Vacation Club member into how much actual time you've spent at Old Key West. Do you remember what that number was? Because I remember picking my jaw up off the off the floor.
3: When I figured this out, it was probably it's probably been five or six years, but it, it was over three years that we've lived on property. It was, <laughs> wow. Yeah.
5: Okay. I officially that? want okay. to come back as Rob's either kids or grandkids <laughs> right. in the next life.
0: Wow. And, and I would- if we're going to make any like motion to overthrow Disney or do anything like that, which we're not doing Disney, um, just a but joke. I would, I would rival uh, and and question, has anyone stayed? And if you have put it in the comments, if you've stayed more than three years at old
3: key
5: West, I'm sure there are. And, I'm and, cumulative.
0: and cumulatively, if uh, even if someone does get close, I feel like Rob, you, you deserve having one of the buildings named after you or something at this point, just, <laughs> just based off your contribution, not only to, um, to staying there that long, but also just all the knowledge you have with DVC. And, um, honestly, I don't know of a better way to wrap up this show. I feel like we could, we could spend another 12 hours going through the, the remaining 70 million pages. Um, and I've I'm only sure got there's... another
3: 180 pages to go. <laughs> it's just, a,
0: it's Rob, it's just a reason to have you back for, for future shows and, uh, and to kind of talk through this, uh, further. But uh, before we wrap up, anything else from anyone else in the room or any last questions or thoughts for Rob just about kind of kind of what we've learned about where DVCs come from?
2: I mean, fascinating. I just want to say that I'm I'm glad he's here. I I just
1: think it's and I mean, I think people are going to really get a kick out of this. Yeah, that's what I want to add, too, is, you know, be. being able to finally hook up with Rob again, because we've done so many shows in the past, but it was always on camera. So to be able to meet him in person, he's just as genuine and just likable and lovable and smart and energetic and such a great storyteller that when we posted that picture of me and Rob, the response that people had, I literally texted Paul immediately and the whole group. And I said, we got to get Rob on here. Rob is just such an amazing person. So Rob, thank you on behalf of the entire community from everything that you've been involved with, with the whole Disney online community, we would not be where we are today without you. So thank you. Thank you, Derek. Thank you all. Yeah.
3: Yeah, And I'm just said
2: in our chat that, that Rob's probably forgotten more about DVC than we've all learned. So yeah, he did say that.
0: Very true. (laughs) And I'm, I'm just so sad that, um, I was talking to Rob earlier this week and he's headed back to Indiana to visit some family the week that, Amy and I are actually coming up to his neck of the woods, uh, to Hilton head, uh, for the first time. So we'll be, uh, we'll be passing each other on the road, but I'm sure there'll be another opportunity to connect and, uh, and, spend some time together, but that is going to do it for this week's episode of the DVC show. I hope you guys enjoyed this trip, uh, to DVC past, and we will see you guys next Monday for a new episode. Talk to you later.